Hi everybody, Rian here, your honest IT advisor from IP Dimension. And in this episode of our podcast series, we're going to talk about some common myths and truths around computers. Uh, remember to send your comments and feedback to marketing at ipdimension.net and um, please share with us some of the myths and truths that you've heard about computers and computing in general. So let's get right into it. Our first topic would be around email. So I've heard some people saying that if you simply view an email and you don't click on it, then you're safe. means that there's no malware or spam or nothing that come through to you, right? Uh, no, sorry, this is a myth. Good. So remember that um, spam artists and people that flood your mailbox, they send these emails to you via software. Right, so it's a campaign that runs that spams general inboxes and, and it sends to recipient lists that they often bought or got from the internet. And the moment that that in email arrives in your inbox, uh, in other words, your mail server sent a receipt to the sender saying that this mailbox exists, so you can send email to this then that's already an access, uh, a success for the spammers, right? So they can immediately see that there's activity on the mailbox and then they can continue spamming you. So whether you clicked on, on the email, whether you opened the email, the, the pure fact that your mailbox responded with a message, received message to the sender, means that it's active and that they've had success. Okay, so um, malware specifically won't be downloaded if you don't click on an, a specific link inside the email or open up a specific attachment, but the spammer had success by delivering the email to your mailbox. Our next myth. So if a website has a lock in the address bar, it's safe, right? Again, this is unfortunately a myth. Good. So think of it this way. If you look at a website and you look at your address bar at the top, there's a little padlock or a lock either on the left or the right hand side of the of the website address. Okay. This indicates that the connection to the website is secure. So think of it as a let's call it a piece of pipe that you view through. So you're at the one end, the website is at the other end, um, you've got a direct connection to that website and Nobody can see what you're doing or what information is transferred between your computer and that website. So it goes through a secure pipe or a secure tunnel, um, which cannot be accessed from the outside. But the problem here is not the, the actual link being used. It's the information that is sent to your computer from that website. So the website can be secure, no problem. The, the access to the website can be secure. But if there's dangerous or malicious content on that website, it's still delivered to your computer. Whether it's secure or not, the, the bad content that's contained in the website is still delivered to your computer. So don't be fooled by this. If it's got a padlock, it just states that the connection is secure. It doesn't state that the information on the website is secure or unharmful. So be very careful of this. Okay, let's get into our next one. Um, my webcam can be used to spy on me. So unfortunately, this is a truth. It's not a myth. Um, recent studies have shown that even Mark Zuckerberg, our Facebook friend, um, he places a sticker over the camera 
of his notebook um so if he does it <laughs> i suppose we should do it all right uh, but that is the truth so any device that has a camera and and this is also a nasty truth is any device that has a camera and that's accessible via the internet or has an internet connection is hackable it means that your cell phone your tablet um, your notebook everything that's got a camera in it that is hackable unfortunately um, how do you prevent this uh, get yourself a proper antivirus package uh, a proper malicious software removal tool or a malware removal tool um, don't download the freeware applications get a, a purchased one one with a, a yearly licensing cost or a monthly licensing cost um, and make sure that your computer is protected how do they actually do it okay so it's usually sent through malicious code in an email or a website that you visit a link that you click on you won't even know that you downloaded that software or that you've you know install that software it runs in the background and then it activates your camera at random so why would they do this <laughs> yeah why why do people do many things um, unfortunately there are some guys and girls out there um, that likes viewing people or spying on people um, there's a reason why Big Brother is one of the the top series or productions in the world um, people like watching people okay so um, make sure that you protect your your camera lens um, take a piece of masking tape tape it over it if you don't use it close it so even if your computer um, camera is hacked then you're protected in some sort and and then as the website state um, yeah don't take your notebook or your laptop to your bedroom um, keep it in in your living room or in your study um, and make sure that <laughs> that you're dressed <laughs> when you're using your notebook good let's move to our next one um, I've got a Mac and that means that I'm safe from virus attacks I don't need an antivirus package <clears throat> that's a myth sorry <laughs> so it is true that Macs aren't targeted as much as your Microsoft equivalent computers um, but it's got software on it, Mac has software on it, and anything that's got software on it is hackable, okay? Anything that's got software on it can be ingested with more software. That is a virus, okay? That lets your your MacBook act up, right? So um, it's unfortunately a myth. Um, if you've got a Mac, you are not safe against viruses. You need to get antivirus software or anti-malware software. Uh, and again, use the, the the purchased one, not not a freeware version. And that's available from IP Dimension from our sales team. So you can drop us an email to sales at ipdimension.net. You don't even need to come into our store. Uh, we can send you a license key online and um, you install it. It's, it's as easy as that. Good. Our next topic concerns laptop batteries. So you would remember um, not so many years ago, with laptops and cell phones and anything that had a battery that needed charging is that they said that um, you should let your laptop battery discharge at least once per week. You know, take it off power and, and let it discharge completely. Otherwise, it builds up a memory. So this was true for nickel cadmium batteries, which was the previous type of batteries being used in mobile cell phones and, and um, tablets and computers and notebooks. However, They've been upgraded or, or changed to uh, lithium-ion batteries. 
Okay, and these batteries don't suffer from this memory effect anymore, which means that you can have them discharged or charged or only partially charged, keep them on for an hour. Um, it's not going to build up that memory. And in fact, the manufacturers of these lithium ion batteries recommend that you don't let them discharge completely. Okay, this could be harmful to the battery. So you can rather have it on charge the whole day or, or for the entire time that you're using your notebook or your tablet um, and then have it discharge you know at certain intervals when you don't have a power outlet close to you but your best bet would be to not have them discharge completely good i hope i'm i'm adding some good insights to you and and that you're enjoying the myths thus far so let's get to our next one um people often think that hackers won't be interested in them you know they'll say stuff like my bank account is so empty a hacker won't even look my way so unfortunately, um, hackers don't hack you purely for money in your bank account. There's something called identity theft, and that's much more valuable than the couple of dollars or rands or cents that you've got in your bank account. Um, they offer your identity, and they can open up accounts, um, you know, register email addresses. Uh, they can impersonate you all with your identity. And that's much more valuable to them than the actual cash. So they could open up uh, credit facilities with your identity. And that would be much more harmful than losing your current amount of cash in your bank amount. So think about that the next time that you think about hackers and not showing interest in your bank account. It's not about the bank account. It's, it's more about your identity and, and your social interaction with other people. Let's move on to our next one. Right. So um, another statement that we hear is that, and this is an interesting one. So it says that in private browsing allows anonymous browsing. So that's a myth too. Good. <laughs> so in private browsing means that you open up an incognito or a private browsing window um, why would people do this? So it, usually when they do banking, you know, online banking or, um, yeah, so visit some obscure websites um, that they want, don't want people to have traces of uh, on, on their notebooks, um, then they use in private browsing. So what happens is that your browser does not store the cookies or the history of the actual visit to that page on your computer. However, your service provider, your internet service provider, still knows exactly what site you're visiting and what you're doing on that site, the links that you're clicking, the navigation that you're doing, the search words that you're typing in. So it's never anonymous. Um, you make use of a service provider to connect to the internet and they do monitor those links. So no matter who tells you what in private browsing or private browsers or proxy servers you're using or if you're behind some other you know paid proxy service there's still a trace of what you're doing on the internet be very careful of this um, and then you know ask yourself why are you doing in private browsing um, what are you what are you hiding or what do you what is it that you don't want other people to see um, that you're browsing 
um, typically people think that they can go onto you know more dodgy sites malicious sites in an in private browsing window and that their computers will be safe when they do that unfortunately that is not the case remember you're still using your local computer and you're visiting a site that can ingest software onto your computer and infect your computer good let's look at one of our final myths or is it a truth hackers work at night so i have to switch my pc off okay this is unfortunately a myth right so when thinking about a hacker we often think about an individual you know a little 12 year old or a 14 year old sitting in some obscure eastern country um logging into your computer remotely and then gathering all your data but uh times have changed okay so hacking is done through software it's a piece of script um, you know lines of code written one line after each other that follow certain instructions and this code is sent out over the internet looking for open ports to computers open internet connections to computers so they browse the internet for your computer if it's open and unprotected it then makes a connection attempt to your computer if you don't have an antivirus or you know a firewall blocking incoming connections your computer will respond and then that software is ingested okay so again identity theft happens here so they're not interested in your in your actual rands and cents look that's a bonus but they're looking at contacts they're looking at websites that you visit they are installing software on your computer to do some bit mining you know bitcoin mining um it might seem stupid uh, i mean how powerful can your laptop be you know how, how, how many bitcoins are they going to mine using your laptop problem is your laptop forms one of millions of other laptops that's being used to mine bitcoin so it is a profitable business for them so uh, and this happens 24 7 there's no specific time of day um at, at you know is it nighttime at the hacker or is it nighttime at your place um what's the time difference no hacking happens 24 7 so whether um whether, whether the sun's out or, or the moon's out it happens and it's software that's hacking your computer it's not an actual person in many cases um it would be software that that performs this hacking of your computer and gathering of information it's reported back to an individual yes but it's not that specific individual that sits and, and logs onto your computer and gathers that information good so switching off your computer at night yeah sure you can do that to save power and, and you know um, do some good for the environment um, reduce your carbon footprint but it's not going to reduce your risk of being hacked um, hacking happens 24 7 good I hope you found this insightful um, and please do share your comments and feedback to marketing at ipdimension.net i monitor the email address constantly and thank you so much for the comments that's come through and thank you for your support and i look forward to bringing you the next episode have a good day